Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Super Deluxe Gamescast. It is Thursday, August 25th, last podcast of the month, I believe. And so for everybody who is listening... There'll be another one on the 32nd. What's that? I said there'll be another one on the 32nd. Yeah, right. Of course. What was I thinking? But so for everyone who is not watching but listening on podcast services right now, not only is fucking Anthony back, like Anthony always looks like he's got the he always Anthony looks like he's about to fucking there's, there's, not, with his there's mouth. more than one like, Anthony in the world. But like we are joined what? tonight by um by Anthony Agnello, longtime friend of the podcast. Longtime friend. Hello everyone. Friend. I'm Escapee I, from the from from games media. <laughs> I survived. I, 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 I made it out with my what sanity and my heart. Holy shit! Um, Anthony, I must vaguely, say, you're looking very you're you're looking very regal and put together, man. Like, thank like you, you look, very much. You, yeah, you you have an air of uh, you have an air of sophistication about you. I'm gonna say I, comfortable. I, I, I thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. You. There you go. Yeah, I, looking, I wanted uh, I wanted to return in style. You're looking uh, very in, cromulent. Yeah. I, I had to come back in the way in which John is accustomed to my presence. I had to, yeah, I, with a smoking well. jacket and so. Are, is that absinthe in your hand? You no, know it's you know it's absinthe. It you got yes. the, the SNL five timers jacket on right there. <laughs> <laughs> what everybody what everybody can't see is the fact that the ass is torn completely out of this smoking Hell jacket. Hell yes, too. as it should be. Move it. No, don't mess. do that. <laughs> um, so I want to point out that. Um, Anthony is the Anthony is the originator of and like for our new viewers, we used to have a term on this podcast called the fuck barrel and we were all living in the fuck barrel. It stays point. in my terminology. I have I mean, not stopped saying fuck barrel. Anthony is one of the Anthony is one of the prime movers of that, uh, of, of that phrase. You might introduce the you to the term, but, if you will. But fuck yeah, barrel has been a term like it was not we, invented on an SDGC stream. I mean, that's the first time I've ever heard it. So you as far can't as I'm convince concerned. me it wasn't. Yeah, it, was, it, was, yeah. it was. It was. It was. De- it was a, a a super deluxe games cast uh, Mario Kart evening. I like. I don't think it was even a show. No, I was Rob, just no, no it wasn't. It was just we playing. We're having some, a some night Mario out. Rob yeah. brings up. You were ball. Okay, that's where I remember you from. Okay, that makes sense. Ball the pirate. <laughs> oh right. I remember you from that fucking video. You're, the, we you're the Mario Kart guy. No, I like just vaguely like it was like at the beginning of the SDGC Discord. Yeah. Like I'm pretty yes. sure it was a community yeah. games night. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was. If, if, I, I wish I had a nickel for a, how many times I've heard, "Oh, you were that guy." Yeah, that's, that's a common. I mean, you are, the, you are, thing. you. I, I, I think the, the tone in that phrase is very important. You're that mm. guy. Oh, you're that guy. I mean, he is that. Like, just just to clarify, <laughs> you are listed in my phone. You know this, but you, uh, Anthony, is listed in my phone as fucking Anthony. Like, like that's how he is actually listed in my phone. How am I listed in your phone? Um, fucking Derek. Hell yes. Like, I can you know, work with this. Uh, but uh, Jeff is just Jeff. I would never say fucking about Jeff. I would never say that about him. He's just Jeff. Um, CJ, why aren't you in my phone? John, I don't give up my number to anyone. <laughs> wow. He doesn't want you calling. Listen, like. I, listen, listen, all right? Like, right, we're, we're, relax, all right? No. <laughs> this man will call you at one in like, the morning I, I, wearing his ski jacket. I will, I will get in touch with you. I, I promise you. I, John, if I need you, CJ, you think I can't find you? You will you think know. I can't right. find you, that's CJ. The, okay, that's the whole point. Don't know why you're offended. <laughs> 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 I don't know why you're offended. 
CJ's just gonna show up like one night while you're sleeping, hovering above your bed, talking about um he has a plan and you just oh, have to have faith and have... Yes. Uh... I will I will you know what you got I will show to to our to our extra life thing. Like you guys will somehow know less about me. In a cowboy hat. <laughs> I like an air. I like. I, I like an air of mystery. I like that. I. I. I don't want to solve all the world's mysteries. John, I'll give you my number if you want it. I'll give you. My I don't care, CJ. I'll get it anyway. Um, but <laughs> he can. That's what's the funny thing. About it. <laughs> Take that as you will. Uh, but anyway, we've got some. We got some pretty interesting stuff to talk about tonight. Of course. Uh, we are coming uh, off of Gamescom and the big Jeff Keighley presentation from I Tuesday. I believe Gamescom itself is still ongoing. It's still it's ongoing. But opening but night, the opening kind of night is when most right. rank and file folks were paying attention. So. Right, right. We're going to uh, we're going to talk about uh, the the uh, PS5 price hike that just uh, and about how now and you really will get a second job now if you want a PS5. <laughs> like absolutely, like that's so. I know there was a price hike. How much was it? Like not like we I don't have depends to talk about on. Now, but. I think it well, there on wasn't region, one in we'll the U.S., correct? It's, there was it's not. It's the equivalent. So because apparently the, the U.S. isn't affected by global economics. Yeah. Uh, in, so here in Canada, it went, the digital version went from 500 to 520. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the disc one went from like 630 to six. It was like 20 bucks to 650. Um, it's not a huge price hike. And just of note, this isn't the first time because uh, the PlayStation 4, Sony raised the price six months after it launched. I got mine. Um, I think for uh, was it what did it launch at 400 Canadian? Uh, it went up 50 bucks like within That's six months. That's too long of ago in a different 10. country. I can't. <laughs> I can't well, keep those kind of stats on hand. Before we get into all that, let us kick it off the way we normally do and talk about what we've been playing. And if you guys don't mind, I'd like to go first because I'm going to be fast. Sure. Um, I have been playing Persona 4 Golden or replaying it on my Steam Deck. It runs like a dream. Uh, I love that fuck. I love that fucking Steam Deck, and of course, P4G is just a timeless fucking game. Um, better than Persona Five Royal, in my opinion. Not to take anything away from Persona Five, but P4G is just a better overall game. Um, I think it has a more endearing cast of characters. I think it's a better cast, I, I, and I think that's the important thing. That's what carries the right. games is the cast, and P4 has the best cast of the series. I will it's also say, better paced. It's like it is. the yes. story is doled out in a much more compelling way. I love P5. That's not to say it's not a great game. Yep. It's just too fucking much, guys. It's Cut a lot out. It's, it's like a triple like, length. Holy shit. Like you can you can finish like you can finish P4G in about what? 50 hours, I'd say. Um, so very very easy mode if you're just blasting through it's about playing, 70 uh, all right so i'm playing uh, yeah so i'm playing on normal but <laughs> but um but no dude persona 5 royal uh on average i think is like a 120 hour game like it's i'm not kidding about that um but yeah p4g i will say that the um p5 or uh, persona 5 does have better dungeons i I, like i completely accept that criticism of p4g uh but but like 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 derek said like you know like like anthony said that in persona it's really the cast of characters that 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 make or break these games um and and p4g just has such a such a wonderful endearing cast um you know from you know uh yosuke to chie uh to fuck even fucking teddy like there's just a just a fantastic character. I don't know. Yosuke characters. can can fucking gargle my grundle, but yo man, 
man, don't say, don't talk. In about retrospect, Yosuke like sucks ass, dude. He's like, you know, no, Yosuke spends eighty percent of the game. He's I mean, he is he's kid. he's shitty in the way that like I was in high school for sure, yeah. but still, like, well, the God other thing, it. the other thing I wanted to say is that um, I have been playing the Final Fantasy fourteen six point two buried memory patch and Brit. How about that island sanctuary? I'm um, addicted. It's, it's so so good. good. It's, it's so it is, fucking good. And you know what I was thinking is, um, I think my favorite thing about it is that there's no, like, you know, when you're, whether you're, you know, mining for rocks or, you know, like, you know, using tools, there's no wet, there's no degradation. You know, it's not like Animal Crossing where, you know, you're going to have to repair your shit or make something new. You can just, you're let loose on your island. You can literally just do whatever the fuck you want. Yep. Um, I, I, at your own pace, there's no, you don't have to worry about stats or crafting an item to replace something that broke or like it's just it's fantastic it's it is so fucking chill yeah you and make you make your your instruments and then that's it you can't craft them ever again yep and <clears throat> the only the only thing i don't like is that you have to be at level 90 to do the island sanctuary um which means that if you're if you want to play this from level one uh which you kind of have to if you want to understand the story you've got a long you got a nice 400 hour journey ahead of you uh, and I feel like this is something that should be available from from Jump Street for people. Agreed. Especially because there's no like the only experience you get is island experience. Like there's no reason why. There's, yeah, exactly. Uh, and the other thing I wanted to mention about 6.2 is that if you thought Endwalker was leaning into the Final Fantasy four vibes, boy, oh boy. Um, and, and 6.2, uh, so I've been playing Final Fantasy 14 for years, and this is the first time that a classic Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy villain has years. actually and been part the of the main storyline, uh, and not like some side quest. I'm talking about gold. Ooh, I don't know who that is yet. Don't say anything. I'm, I'm catching up. Okay. Uh, wait, you never played Final Fantasy 4? Really? Britt, I did not know no, that. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I did not know that. Okay, so, um, so uh, let's just say that it takes a lot of cues from Final Fantasy 4. Uh, I've already met two of the are are two of the four fiends of elements, uh, and it's just it, it. I love seeing the new direction that fourteen has taken, like really leaning into the older games uh, and bringing them into the main storyline and not relegating them to like you know some admittedly very cool side stories like we got with Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy Three. Uh, but but seeing them actually integrated into the into that world into that overarching storyline that's been going on for ten years is extremely fucking cool. So this is uh, part of the main storyline, not the yes. raid storyline. Correct. <coughs> Correct. Oh, wow. Um, which is again never happened before in in Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, so that is incredibly cool to see. Um, and aside from that, that's really what I got. So why don't we move on to uh, Anthony? Uh, <clears throat> really quick, Final Fantasy fourteen story. Uh, I'm in an airport waiting for a plane at the beginning of June, and I am wearing one of the Uniqlo issue Final Fantasy shirts, Final Fantasy Ooh. VI. Oh, yeah, man of taste. There you go. Young man comes up to me, and he is just, like, breathless. And he's, like, clearly, like, hurried to get over to me. And he's struggling. He just... English is clearly not his first or even his second language. And he's just like, you you like Final Fantasy? And I was like, like, yeah, I love Final Fantasy, man. It's the best. And he goes, which one do you like? And I was like, pretty much all of them except for Final Fantasy 14. I'm just not an online guy. Like that and 11. Did he slap you in the face? 
And the 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 visible sadness on a stranger's <laughs> face, like you was so fucking. You have to live with that for the rest of your life. You asshole! Think about you it. Two and a half months later, and he just struggles to get it out. And I didn't understand him at first. And I was like, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did you say? And he's like, You need to try it. You need. <laughs> Anthony, you no shit. <laughs> You got the the low honor rating. The the stranger will remember that. Like, tell, tell, like a notification. <laughs> Anthony, I like, oh, no. Final <laughs> Fantasy Anthony enthusiast will remember that. <laughs> Anthony, I'm I'm actually I'm actually stunned that you have not tried it because as as Brit and Jeff oh, will confirm, those, like it's so, it's it's Final it Fantasy the fan service airport. game. I I yeah, tried no, it. it. I did try it, but I I so this was I mean, years ago now, like four or five years ago. I tried it when. God, I, what what is Shadow? Which which is the Shadow? Shadowbringers. Uh, Shadowbringers. Shadowbringer. Shadowbringer came out, and I was like, "This is it. I'm doing it." And like, I got 12 hours deep, and it was starting to get interesting, but it was still like, "Ho, traveler, go get some squirrel tails." And <laughs> like, for more like squirrel the tails. first game is a fucking drag. Like the, the first, first, the beginning of a realm reborn is like that. Yeah, like yeah. You know, I'm willing to tell you all you need to know, young traveler. But first, I need ten wolf pelts. Like yeah, like and I bring you know, me my wolf pelts. There are only so many adamantoys scrotums that I can go get <laughs> before I'm like, I need to move on to something else. It's like, well, and that's the inherent problem of MMOs, yeah. right, Anthony? It, it, it's like, it's like, young man, there's a there's an earth shattering universal threat coming from the very depths of the cosmos hurtling towards our world as we speak. But first, I need 30 berries from the bushes outside. <laughs> Bring me six bear asses. We, we need to feed this camp. The finest of bear asses. <laughs> yeah, like our army, our army is low on rations. Bring uh, me trips. That of reminds me of how I play Bethesda games like Fallout or Skyrim, like the end of the world is coming. <laughs> yes. And I'm like in some fucking alley, like looting through a garbage can and like, selling my soda cans. <laughs> <laughs> the faded they do, like, in the it's trash. funny it's funny that you say that though because in like current current storyline they really like play themselves in that way because like you'll be talking to an npc and they'll be like oh i need to do that like i need to go like get these berries right and then like but they're like but I won't send you to do that because you're the savior of the oh. world and you have more important things to do so they, they, they're catching on a little bit I, it, like if there wasn't, I really I'm longing for the day that they do some kind of editing or rebalancing. Yeah, it really needs it. So, so didn't they already the do like to shorten it down well, some? Well, they did. They they did rebalance quite a bit of a Realm Reborn, and it is, from what I've heard, a much more palatable experience now. But like, but like, it's always going to have that MMO bullshit of, of 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 you know, bring me twenty turtle shells immediately. Like right. you know. Otherwise, you know, nothing will ever happen it's, ever again in this world. Yeah, it's and it's like the the like the way like the story goes is it's like main story and then like side side quest side quest side quest main story and it's like you get like main story but you still have to do a little bit of bullshit in between like yeah. like go bring this thing here I, and like you know it's I, just MMO busy work. That's gonna that's gonna be in any MMO. So I, I think there's. Uh, no, sorry, really quickly, like, I think my, my frustration with 14 is, like, I 
I actually enjoyed Realm Reborn, but like this, not for the story. I just kind of enjoyed existing in the world and the music and all that. But mm. I was talking with my friend earlier because we were talking about Destiny. I don't know if that's a topic on the show. Um, but I was talking about my frustrations with Destiny. I'm like, yeah, like I tried to bump, jump into Forsaken and just the game fucking threw me into some random mission from an even newer expansion with no explanation. I was just on an ice planet and I couldn't even figure out how to start the campaign. And then they straight up removed it from my library. So now I can't even play it. And then I talk about like, I was like, well, this sucks. But then I think about 14 and it's like, okay, you can either skip all the stories and have no fucking clue what's going on. Or it's like, okay, you just have to get through 100 hours of the base game that everyone hates. Then you get to the first good expansion. Then you only have 300 more hours till you get caught. Like, That's all it's got to there's got to be a better way, but I think what sucks so bad about A Realm Reborn is that the latter parts of the game and the expansions retroactively make it better and really lean into some stuff that gets set up there that pays off. So I think like it, it seems really I would, hard. I, I can't tell people to skip it, but I can't tell them to play it. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, guys, after the first 150 hours, I promise it gets yeah. real good. Right. I, yeah. I will say this. They did add like a little compendium. So like, yeah. um, if like they have a, a, a section on ASEAN. So, so it's like, if you don't remember something, you can just like type it in and it'll bring up like a whole like little storyline that you can read and like re-familiarize re yourself with it. So you can be like, oh yeah, okay, that's that's this character or oh yeah, this person was related to this situation. And I thought that was pretty cool. Is that new? It is new. It, it is yeah, new actually, should. yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I just rewatched the cutscenes, but that's really time consuming to catch up. Yeah. No, they have um they have a little I tried to do that now. too. Somebody somebody had stitched together some like, you know, four hour compendium of cutscenes on YouTube. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like I was like, Oh, maybe I can try and engage it this way. I got thirty seconds in and I was like, Nope. No. As soon gonna, as Urianje no. starts talking, that's probably when most people. <laughs> no, Urianje is the best because he's Balthier. Like he was the only good voice actor out of the main cast. True. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! This is fucking uh, Yishtola Erasure, and and I will not. I, I will I'm not pretty sure I could see there. Derek and CJ disassociating. Right no, now. you know what's funny? Okay, and I, I'm gonna say this, and John, I need you to relax. All right. I, yesterday I was incredibly bored at work, so I looked up. I literally looked up how do I get started on Final Fantasy 14 after like I'm playing through like 20 like I'm already like 10 hours in the seven remake. This is the first Final Fantasy game I'm like devoted to. I'm like, all right, I might have to it's do this. Might, it's a good one. Why might, didn't you tell me that? I mean, because I, I, I don't what if it's not official, I'm not going to leave you hanging. Um, literally, I don't like looking up. I was about to ask you too, John, hypothetically, let's say a friend of mine wanted to get into Final Fantasy six. Oh, I would have seen right through way? that fucking what shit. Is the, what is the best way for that person to, to, to play that game, either emulated on a, on a, on a SNES mini or, or, or stuff like that. Um, so I'm not, this, I'm, I'm actually listening because I want to make sure right, if, if I really, really, really want to put myself through this eventually, um, if I really, really want to get into the series somehow. You, John, and I will have some like long discussion eventually. Yeah, we're we'll, gonna have we'll a, we're there. gonna have a. You know what, CJ? I can't wait for you to come. I can't wait for you to join us at my house. <laughs> they're gonna, you're gonna sit me through and like give me the the. the no, I'll <laughs> sit you down in a fucking chair right next to me while I play. The float, it. A flow chart like, of like the final, of I'm final gonna, fantasy. Oh no! You see, you think I'm fucking around? But I don't. Like that's I did that same shit to Derek. It's I gonna love, be always sunny. This is, this I, is just, starting just, to sound like a hostage. This is starting to sound like a hostage situation. I'm, gonna, I'm getting, <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm extra getting reprogrammed. CJ from that I'm room. getting, I'm getting reprogrammed to like what is that, that Simpsons clip where they yeah. like beat Mole Man in the submission? <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be me. That's gonna, gonna find be me CJ getting like clockwork orange. Yes. Just, yeah. the, the, and then, <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm gonna have the, CJ the battle music in the ba- the, the Final Fantasy seven like battle music in the background, watching <laughs> clips for fucking Final Fantasy six and Final Fantasy fourteen over and over again. <laughs> CJ, I, yeah. I can yeah. see John also being like, yeah, but you have to play the bad ones too. You have to play Final Fantasy four the after years because I gotta play fucking know Mystic Quest nobody can playing. be forced Ooh. to do that. Listen, oh. you gotta play Final Fantasy two, CJ. Okay, you need to understand. No, I'm, good. I'm good. I'm good. You man. need I'm to understand. You need to under- you need to play Final I'm Fantasy good. eight, one of the worst Final Fantasy games to really not understand again we're not having this again okay, yeah, look, look, I'll, I'll stop this i'll stop this I, potentially there might be there's a there's a, a, a possibility that post final fantasy 7 remake when i am clamoring for more that i will ask john for guidance yes um yes. now's not that time because you know i i care i care about our listeners i care about our, our panelists i care about our guests um so speaking <laughs> of our guests what have you actually played uh this what, week yeah so <laughs> what i've actually played it's it's actually related um you know, I've got about 25 hours into Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and I'm enjoying it, but as I'm playing it, I'm like, I wish I could engage Final Fantasy XIV in the same way that I engage this game, yeah. of just sort of mainlining everything while lying on my back, and I realize that a Steam Deck will accommodate that at some point in the future. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, I know you guys were talking about it either last week or the week before, and, I, you know... It's good. It's, it's good. really good. Um, I, I kind of wish that it would get to the fucking point. So at, 24, yeah. uh, at 25 hours, I'm still like, why is any of this happening? Who are these people? And at 25 hours, uh, you know, a classic RPG, a live alive, a chrono trigger would yeah. be over. Yeah. And that's I, like, it's a very interesting world. I love the premise. I do think the battle system is way too fucking busy this time. So uh, that's my, so Anthony, I am, I think the Chrono, or the Chrono Trigger, Jesus, you got me thinking about Chrono Trigger now. I think the Xenoblade games are fine. Um, yeah. I hated two. I thought, I thought I fucking despised two. Um, I love two. I, I loved, hated it. I hated it. I loved it. it. Loved um, it. I thought one was fine. I think three is fine. It's good. Yeah. Um, I have kind of fallen off on it. Uh, after about 30 hours and I'll get back to it at some point, but I just, I don't have the connection to those games that some other people do. Um, Yeah. I, I, there's two really got me and it's not because I'm a pervert. I mean, it it, it didn't hurt. Okay. No, hold up. Isn't it sad that's a necessary disclaimer to talk about Xenoblade 2? Sorry. I'm sorry. I realize that the guys you say wearing that jacket, wearing a smoking jacket is, I'm not not a pervert shirt. I'm not a pervert shirt. It's inspiring. They threw half their fucking (laughs) jacket. It's not, it's not great. I I realize that's just not going to hold water, but like, I liked, I liked two, story i read it for the articles i know i, I like exactly <laughs> I, I enjoyed two's characters i liked the thrust of the story i'm making it worse um, I, wow. I liked the battle system i, some, I like the, the uh, voluptuous uh you know like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow <the> <laughs> It was, and I, I think I can say this in a non-problematic way. It was a lot more focused than three is, so or An- one for that matter. Anthony, I'll tell you this: I was playing Xenoblade Chronicles Two docked, and right as uh, Pyro was like leaning over, and one of the little bunny rabbit people—I can't remember what the fuck they're called—like the, the no like, pawns. The no right. The no pawns. Yeah. Was like, Eric. He was like, I like Xenoblade he was like, One. Oh. He was like. 
uh, no pun love, blushy, crushy. And right then my wife walks in and she's like, what the fuck are you playing? And I was like, baby, it's not what it seems. Like, I promise <laughs> this isn't like a hentai sex game. Like, Honestly, I, if somebody walked in, if, if my wife walked in while I was playing Xenoblade 2 during that scene, I would just say it's porn. And it yeah, would be less embarrassing. Would, yeah, that pornography. That, I was she and that bunny creature are about to go at it. <laughs> Very it's good. It's a RPG. It's a it's a pornography story. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think it? Why do you think it starts with an X, honey? Okay, like <laughs> oh yeah, that's the rating. This was hey, terrible too. Just Xenoblade with two extra X's in front of it. <laughs> Why do you think that they never made a sequel to Xenoblade Chronicles X? Yeah, cowards. I, it, yeah. No. Cowards. Uh, cowards. I, I, well, I look, I, John, you're not going to like this. I think all of this, fine. all of this team's games going all the way back to the first Xeno game. There's something missing in all of them. There's, I agree. There's, They're unfocused. That's a good missing. way to put it. They are all yeah. kind of unfocused. I mean, you know, well, I mean, going like, back to Xenogears. Much, like, I love Xenogears. It's one of my favorite games ever, but the game also isn't finished. So, yeah, you know, like, like it's literally <laughs> not finished. Um, but uh, no. OK, so let's move on to uh, Brit playing this week, Brit. I've been playing three games this week. Oh, shit. Um, Fucking pro gamer over here. I've been playing a lot of Fortnite since the Dragon Ball uh, crossover event because, goddamn, if I cannot tell you how fun uh, Kamehameha-ing of random characters, it's just so fucking fun. Not only that, but shooting people in the middle of them doing that also just chef's kiss 10 out of 10 love that shit um i don't, haven't played don't play with my son he's gonna give you that smoke in his he, words he will you know what i'm not good at fortnite that i will be the first to say that i just enjoy uh going around and and shooting people um i've also been hopping back into 14 um uh i've been trying to catch up on story but I got lost in the Sanctuary Island and we kind of touched a little bit about it, but it's basically just like Animal Crossing, Sardew Valley in an MMO. And I think that's the most brilliant fucking thing an MMO has ever fucking done. I caught a Be lamb with a net. Beak. <laughs> because, you know, Animal Crossing obviously isn't getting updates anymore. And this, it's an MMO. It's always going to get updates. It's always going to get shit added on to it. And it's just fun it's it's that i'm a little upset that i started it because now all i want to do is just stay in my little island away from everybody which is like so literally that's what it is like the way the quest opens it up to you is it's like all right you save the world we think you deserve a little island to yourself where nobody can bother you and um that's how they present it to you do you see um, what jeff did Britt? no look at go ahead click the picture in chat what Go ahead. Oh, I'll share it on Twitter. I'll share it on Twitter. <laughs> Don't worry. But it's, uh... <laughs> the, face, the facial expression is the excitement. Look at him. He's yeah. like, <laughs> it's perfect. No, it every, literally everything about it is perfect. John, Jeff. I've never seen you high, and I'm worried I never will get to. But that's as close as I think I'll ever see 
<laughs> you are hi john <laughs> fucking fat dude let, let me tell you why kefka is the best fucking final fantasy villain no the best video game villain ever <laughs> but yeah so i've been trying to catch up on story and i've been playing sanctuary island oh and God. i've also been playing live alive um I'm- what a great fucking game it's fucking it, awesome. It is. It's good. It's hard. Like it's harder than I than I uh, expected. I I'm starting. Um, I don't know why my brain went in this process, but I'm starting from like the prehistoric, and I'm working my way up. Um, mm. so I'm on Imperial China right now. I just finished. Oh, um, that's a good one. I just finished the um the dinosaur place where they fuck at the end can you believe that like yeah first off first off gory is a fucking 10 out of 10 character love gory the best um and and he literally throws shit he he does well well he he throws poop yeah but i mean they both also fart as attacks so i feel like you know it kind of it kind of adds um and there's caveman fucking at the end there's caveman fucking at the end like and i was like okay like it's insinuated right no they go on and they like they have specific voice lines dedicated to the fucking at the end which i thought was yep did not see that coming they literally depict uh they literally depict him like shouting like okay yep he just busted his nut yep that's exactly what he just did so it's a it's a little um more difficult than i was anticipating it can be um like because you know i hear so much of that i hear so much that it is um you know compared to chrono trigger and i don't think chrono trigger is difficult um Mm. but this like and it's not super hard it's just like i have to really think about what i'm doing whereas opposed to like other games i don't really have to i can just kind of hack and slash and this one i'm like okay so i gotta do this otherwise you know for the the second zori fight um the no the third one the the very last one that you do was actually my my first place that i died um and i had to i died a few times and i was like am i just dog shit like am i missing something do i need to go level but then you go to the open world and the fucking enemies are just as fucking more difficult out there um and then i realized that like i can't get close to him i have to do long range and just slowly you know wear him down and that's what i ended up doing um and yeah it's it's fun i like it i think the music's great and i think it's super adorable and uh if it wasn't for 14 i'd probably be further along <laughs> Brit, let me ask you this. amazing oh sorry john no no, no anthony please no 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 i was just gonna say uh, how how great is it that you just find yourself in moments in live alive being like now what the fuck do i do Oh, oh, that's what I wanted to talk about is I love so much the mini map. I love that it tells you where to go, like the little orange icon, because I like there were so many times I was like, the fuck am I doing? Where do I go? Like, like, honestly, if Square would go back and do things like that to games like Final Fantasy six, it would be Mm -hmm. such a quality of life change if they like if all fucking classic rpgs added that be so fucking helpful like because i i think that's like honestly one of the big downfalls is nobody has the time to just 
endlessly explore and try to figure out where the fuck to go like they did when you were a kid you know so it's like i loved that about live alive is the fact that it's like here's a mini map this is where you need to fucking go this is what you need to do we just uh, as long as we're on the subject of live live real quick um and i know derek will agree with this as well uh anthony and Britt, since you guys are in the middle of it can we just all agree that megalomania is one of the great all-time video game tracks it's that good it's that it's good. fucking incredible the music is really good megalomania brit is the boss theme uh and it is like track. even if the like like when that shit starts playing you know some shit's going down like it's just it is so fucking hype yokoshima Moore's first major game uh no that's not that's not technically true that's her, what, what, her what, what's first the first one that she did game we, yeah, right that's yeah, right okay. first not get first Fine, not street anthony, fighter 2 wh- whatever anthony okay whatever so she made oh, all the music her. in street fighter 2 and then so she was like screw you capcom i want to do orchestra stuff and then she, she did, did kingdom that. hearts and final fantasy 15 and mario rpg oh like great. a boss she's done so she's good. done some really good shit John, what's uh, the, what's the best Parasite Eve? Uh, what's the best Parasite Eve soundtrack? What's the best Yoko Shimomura soundtrack? I gave I'm, it away. Yeah, but I mean, if you're talking about the best track on that, I mean, it's obviously out of phase. Obviously so out of phase. It's out of phase. I mean, Anthony, you and I have had this fucking discussion. You knew that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, Britt, you got anything else? Nope. No. Okay, Derek. All right. So I've uh, I've been playing two games uh, recently, and uh, one of them I think is more interesting than the other. Uh, hmm. I'll start with the the less interesting one. Um, I've been playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I didn't oh, realize yeah. I I've needed something like short to oh, play through, um, relatively short, right? Yeah. Um, that's and the like, second one after the like the, the first. It's the third one. It's the third one. I know. I, I the rise. second one's rise. She already rose, and now she's in the shadow. Now she's in the shadow. Sure. That's how I'm gonna fucking remember it now. The problem is I've got so many shadow. like <laughs> unbeatable games, like things like Monster Hunter that you just play forever going on. So I needed something shorter to play through. So I've been playing through uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and it's good. I mean, like it's more of that series which i think is good i think that people kind of like to memetically shit on the, the modern tomb raider trilogy a little bit and i mm. i don't see why like, like it's not like they're free of issues but like they are solid <laughs> ass they're, they're action they're adventure polished, games they're polished tri- uh, third person like action games yeah. we, we're flooded with like big open world like games that are like garbage like missions everything those games are just solid linear of yeah. story-driven games they know their games they're good i thing. like the reinvention of Lara croft because i was never a big fan of the character before personally not saying she's bad she's never like you know it, it felt a little cartoonish to me maybe for some people that was the draw i like this Lara. um i don't think she's as i think there's a lot of hate for this new Lara that's based in she doesn't have triangle titties and that is just yeah. a big yeah. selling point her you know movies, her, her movies like can no longer never mind diamonds. never you know people say that or, well and also people try to say she's not as much of a badass and it's like but she's like she she in the in the opening hours of tomb raider does shit i would never survive like and just continues to be like the baddest and smartest bitch around so but anyway so like Shadow of the Tomb Raider, it's good. It's more Tomb Raider. If you played the first Tomb Raider, like you know what you're in for the entire trilogy. Um, what's maybe a little more interesting, because it's something that, that people probably have not played, is uh, today 
SD Gundam Battle Alliance released, and I picked it up. It's gotten really um, good reviews. Yeah, so I... Thank you, I, Fantasy Critic, for uh, keeping me up to date on that shit. Yeah, I played uh, the demo on Switch today, and it wasn't where there was a demo, so, you know, I could have figured this part out a little earlier, but I played the demo on Switch, and then I bought it and started playing on PC uh, all today after work. Um, both ports are good. The Switch version runs obviously at a lower resolution and like 30 FPS, but relatively stable. Uh, the PC version, you know, whatever resolution you set it at, runs pretty smooth. Good PC port. Um, SD Gundam Battle Alliance is a lot of fun. It's a very traditional, straightforward kind of action game in the vein that that like you don't see anymore, right? You you don't get just like linear like action games that are not big flashy bayonet or devil may cry style character action games very often anymore and i love character action games but that takes like a, a ridiculous amount of skill and finesse to make one of those and make it good um you know well or you get the endless parade of souls likes at this point mm. too and sd gundam battle alliance really does feel like something you might have seen almost in like the ps2 or ps3 era oh, but yeah. like you know, prettied up, you know, modern game design. It's it's pretty approachable. Um, I don't think you need to be a Gundam fan to play it. Like, it just feels like a good, fun action RPG of the kind that do not get made anymore. There's a shitload of different, like, actual units to pick between as you, like, play through the game and unlock more suits by fulfilling objectives and, and you can customize them. And each one has, like, its own different set of attacks and it it feels good. It just feels good. It's not that complicated. What you see in the trailer is what you get. It's just a solid little third person, you know, action game with a shitload of characters picked between and a story that you're not going to pay any fucking attention to. Um, I don't Derek, know. You, did you play any of the Gundam Breakers yes. games? I actually love Gundam Breaker 3. A it's lot. so good. Three is amazing. It's I was going to ask how it compares dissimilar. to that. It's not yeah. dissimilar to Gundam Breaker Three. I would say it's it's like that, but maybe a little more approachable because you're not like putting together a bunch of pieces to form your custom thing. You're just picking like I want to play as the gun cannon, or I want to play as the the wing zero, or I want to play as you know this thing. And it comes with its set of melee attacks and its ranged weapon and its couple of of special abilities, and you use that. Um, and but otherwise, like it's it's a pretty similar format, right? Like you, you go into a level, you you go through, you fight enemies as you progress through the level, you end on a big boss, you fight the boss, you you get some stuff. So you get parts and monies and and mobile suit plans and develop new new characters you can use. It's very straightforward. It's just good. It's just good in that satisfying way. It's great that you brought up Gundam Breaker because like that's it's sad that that's my closest like point of comparison. And I wish I could point to something modern that this feels like, but just, they just don't make straightforward action games anymore. Nobody does. You get, you get dynasty warriors clones, which I love, but not always for everybody. You get souls likes, which I love, but fuck, there's so many of them. And you get, um, you know, you're occasionally a good, Devil May Cry or Bayonetta style game. So, and this has got that and real all, and good. And that's really all it needs, right? This Derek, has like, got like that it, addictive. It the this is that got that like addictive Xbox 360 action game. I could I could pick this up and play it like it's eating popcorn 
for a couple hours kind of quality to it. I have um, to play this. I'm yeah. I'm I'm Ooh. going to go buy this as soon yeah. as this show. Again, is there's done. a demo on Switch at least. Um it's out on every system under the sun. Uh SD Gundam Battle Alliance. It's good. It's good. I enjoy it. I'm paying no attention to the story. It doesn't matter. I'm having a good time. I don't know that it's a $60 purchase for people who don't give a shit about Gundam. You mm. know, but I think once it hits maybe like a $30, $40 price point, a lot of folks who are not attached to the license might still find a good time in it as just a good action game. So, so yeah, that's awesome. what I've been playing. Okay, cool. Awesome. Let's, uh, let's do Jeff and then CJ, and then we'll move on to uh, Gamescom. Uh, yeah, mine will be quick. Um, I'm replaying the uh, Life is Strange games. I bought the remastered collection finally. Um, How is it? Did they fix it up? Uh, is there a problem with it? Okay, so uh, I guess I'll I'll talk about that before I actually talk about the game. So uh, I finished Before the Storm and I just started um, the main one. So Before the Storm has some problems. Uh, I think probably the majority of them have been fixed. The main one is there's like weird white artifacts in a lot of scenes and a lot of cutscenes and just like throughout the entire game, all three episodes. I think they're a bugged reflection material or something like that. They seem to originate from like earrings or necklaces or like shiny stuff. And it looks like a big white square box and it takes up a good chunk of the screen and it's super distracting. Um, and it's just kind of there throughout random scenes in the game. So it's like not game breaking. It's just kind of uh, not immersive. Um, and the other thing is like some people might not notice this. So in the performance mode, there's something not quite right. It feels really stuttery and I'm pretty sure it's running at a smooth 60 and I don't know if it's frame pacing. It's like it's like something like the Did character like micro stutter smooth, but the background objects look really jerky and stuttery when you're like panning the camera and walking and like I got used to it, but it, I can tell it's not good. Um, the original Life is Strange I just started does not have any of those issues um, to what I can tell. It, neither of them look like a huge upgrade, but at least the original one um seems completely fine from what i can tell i'm like two hours in so um but yeah so i'm replaying them i haven't played either of them since they both came out obviously i've played before the storm more recently because that was a later release and I, I wanted to see how i feel about them going back i loved before the storm when it came out i liked the original life is strange until the final episode and the ending i got and it just soured me on the whole experience so i'm uh interested to go back into it um and give it a second chance but uh just like my initial impressions is coming off before the storm i think i love i don't know like these are really person before the storm especially is a really personal game for me i think it has a lot of same problems and strengths as the original one but when i look between like some of the the hokey writing and kind of the you know they, they all have their eye rolling moments but i think there's a good heart underneath all these games uh, but i think before the storm especially uh unlike a lot of games and movies i've played it just really captures my um experience with adolescence and, and teenagerhood and stuff like that and there's a lot of stuff in it that really really speaks to me and that's just and i think um the i think the voice actor for chloe and before the storm i know was uh different but um uh her performance was like uh extraordinary i absolutely loved uh what she did with the character and uh now just coming it, off it that wasn't going, it wasn't actually ashley birch and before the storm uh i don't sorry i don't know the names but no i think there was a writer's strike at the time and they weren't allowed oh to, you're right you're yeah right, it was a different right. and like and, and i don't really remember, remember if that. ashley birch was the original one i'm just starting the original life is strange so i don't really remember she uh, is that well so it'll be interesting compared i don't think it was bad it's just um i i just playing through before the storm whoever uh did the other one and i'm sorry i can't remember her name i, I thought it was still a really good job but uh, the thing I'm just noticing coming off it is like uh, Max just feels kind of boring to me. I found 
Chloe to be such a fiery, passionate character and really relatable. Um, and I just really felt for her struggles. And I, I think, uh, and I, I also like, I honestly forgot that there was time stuff in the original game. I don't, I don't feel like it adds a lot beyond like the novelty of like, oh, I can like mess around with conversations and get different outcomes. I don't, um, you know, for these games, the characters and the story is like where it's at for me. So it's interesting to, to forget the time stuff, because to me, the original game in particular yeah. is so like, that is so like the Donnie Darko game in my head. Yeah. Did right? they drop that I can't... the time stuff? They well, that's only in um, yeah. the first every game. One. Like a prota- every protagonist has like a new power, basically. Mm-hmm. So in Life is Strange 2, like the main character's younger brother has like a different power. And it, yeah, pretty much it's something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And then True Colors, like you have basically like super empathy in which you can like, sense like before uh, the storm people. there's there's no power i guess i guess it's the only one without that's like the that. most grounded uh, but in yeah. a lot of don't not games like even um what was the, the twin mirror they like oh, fuck, that, i never played that uh solid game incredible I mean, game get actually to that. do like, do any so i've actually never played them do any of these games actually establish that life is in fact strange john shut the fuck up I mean, I don't know. I just I, I, I feel like that's important, CJ. John, I think you need to know there's a Final Fantasy The Spirits Within poster in the first game. Oh, it's oh, one of the greatest awful. sci-fi movies ever. No, that's like, terrible. Yeah. That's awful. <laughs> no, oh, it's Jesus. Called, like, All right, like, CJ, I'm going to be no, the one to no, tell no, you to no, shut no, the no, fuck no, up. No, no, no. That's a, that's a line from the that's a line from the from the game. Like basically, yeah, Max like, is, there's like a line. Max is a spirits within defender. Like yeah, that's what that's that's the only I've never seen that shit. Oh, she is. I've never oh, seen. That. I can't. Nobody's seen that movie. What? Nothing. Anyway, I saw I, it in theaters. I don't want to hear. I saw it in theaters, and I I I was very upset um and uh all right who wants to go now we got well we got uh, rar brings up a really good point wait what wait what point did rar bring up i just see a brit i just saw the brit sip john of all people asking if life is actually strange the john of all people asking if life is actually strange while awaiting the 16th entry in the (laughs) final fantasy series Hold on, what is, that doesn't even make any sense. It makes like, don't make fun sense. of game titles. If it's what it means. Final Fantasy, why are there more than one? Like, that's my thing, John. It's ironic, CJ. False it's ironic. False All right, Atlantis Morissette, let's calm down a minute. CJ, All right. it's going to be Creator Herodobu Sakaguchi's last <laughs> game. Final Fantasy. Uh, I, want, I want it into a forum. Um, <laughs> CJ, let, CJ, what are you playing? So we can move okay, on to game I'll go really quick. Okay, three games. Update from Final Fantasy VII Remake. Jesse fucking wants me, bro. I'm tired. I hate this game. Is like everything to oh, me now. CJ. Oh my god. There's a, okay. I've been trying to send this damn fucking like screenshot to the group chat. There's a scene where she's like whispering in Cloud's ear, saying. <laughs> Like, can you meet me in my apartment? Meet me in my apartment. I lost it. I'm like, no, man. What is it? The Yu-Gi-Oh meme? Like, it should have been me, not him. Jesse's whole shit in FF7 remake is to make young men pass out from anemia. Like, that's just it. No, man. I can't eat. I can't sleep. Hate this game. Um, but it's good. I'm like eight hours in. I, I, I've been taking some time off to play other games. Um, it, it's exceptional. Like, I, I can't believe I waited. I waited this long to play any iteration of like final fantasy 7 i i'm i'm in love with this remake um my cousin and i have been th- talking about nonstop. i showed you the text where he, he was like telling me how great six is um and i i love it i've also been playing a lot of um uh what is it on tuesday saints row launched um and you know 
Yo, how King is that? Was, you know what? If you if if people listening remember Derek as my were, fellow Saints Row respecter, I fuck I love Saints Row so much. But like, yeah. if there was a there was a podcast that Derek and I did where we reviewed Biomutant, and I talked about the the sort of tenets of like the games that I like. I am a sucker for the 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 six out of ten, the the fabled <laughs> six out of ten. Like I love a good Mafia Three. Six out of ten, objectively, that game's like a masterpiece to me. Um, you know, <laughs> s- stuff like that, like I, I live for, I live we need for to, that. We uh, need to introduce CJ to a uh, deadly premonition. That's probably like the, the that's the, like the, a the four out of ten. Which no, is, that's a six. That's a that's, that's probably the gold standard. I love it. It's a four out of ten. So, man. so like <laughs> this game, this game is that 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 it's like it's like the new standard for like the 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 ultimate six out of ten game. It is the most unremarkable, the most bugged out the most like everything that they they should have done they 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 didn't they they missed some of the easiest marks and i i still find myself kind of drawn to it there's some the, the humor is still really solid it's a lot more sarcastic than it is over the top um the the sort of twist that you you're playing as like these millennial um like gangsters who like who are like down on their luck are these millennial like criminals i i love that there's like an entire mission where like you just got fired and the screen tells you um bonus or like um bonus uh, a lot of free time and I'm like, that's the funniest wow. joke in the game. that's like so, that's so good or like you know wallowing in your own self-pity someone who's been like unemployed for a while before landing this job does it that, have that, that good saints row the third like no like look the, the saints row the third's best po- moments were like when they're really quippy and like sarcastic the right. delivery of kinsey i'm a fucking toilet is like the funniest line in any modern game oh. the, the boss the boss <laughs> delivering that line it, 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 it always kills me um this one has a lot of moments like that um little some touches i liked is like if you pick a an accent like a specific accent the character will speak um like it, it'll it'll they'll speak in like a language set accent so i have like latino accent they speak spanish like throughout the like most of the game like there's like they curse in spanish they 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 greet people in spanish there's a whole joke in the beginning where your character's just yelling obscenities mine did it in spanish and i'm like holy shit this is fucking hilarious um the game world's interesting the actual gunplay is fine I I think it's it's less the sort of like reboot I wanted. It's it's more all right. Saints Row the three two. Um, That's what I want. That's but, all but, I want. But the problem is it's Saints Row the three two. But a lot of it's stripped down. So there's nothing over the. There's, it's not really that over the top. There is no Saints Row three did something great where it basically took the medium of video games and found some way to like make fun of it or like you know parody it in a way that that wasn't done since like what Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Like yeah. that, like like I consider Conquer's Bad Fur Day like the premiere of like video games are art, and here's why: because there is a there's a context sensitive button that basically predicted like every AAA game ever. That's the it's, kind of take I come to this podcast. Like for. the 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 idea of like oh one button controls a billion different animations in video games like that came from Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Saints Row Three is like an expansion on that idea, and this current Saints Row doesn't have that. It's more focused on its own like script. It's more focused on trying to be funny, but there where there's nothing telling me okay this is a this it's shedding a lot of its like parody uh, parodying like gta roots it's just more trying to be this really straightforward um kind of story and it loses its identity in that and that that's the only thing that truly bumps me out it's also a mess like you know there are bugs everywhere that's what uh, nothing, i heard nothing Give it a few months. yeah no I'm, I'm sure of it i don't regret buying it though because it would have been the same game at 40 dollars put in the same game at 30 dollars um, I love this series. I, I was excited. It's like the only big AAA game I was excited for for like a while. Nothing else is like out in the horizon. That I'm going to spend as much time with as I am with, uh, with the Saints Row. Um, the customization's great. I love the the sort of cyberpunk-esque like 
non-binary options where you can it's it's all based on like sliders and body types it's not based on gender which i love i love the the prosthetic options i love the everything it's you and the up they up you can upload your custom characters so like people have made like the absolute wildest things like you can play as fucking shrek kratos or like the breaking bad cast you know stuff like that um <laughs> i did I, see waluigi uh yeah. creeping around crouched over so, jerking it like so and, and again it's it's fine it's it's like the okayest game in the world i'll still keep playing it um cj what's real real question i've been thinking <laughs> about this all week yeah because it's it's the conundrum of the existence of this game. If it was not called Saints Row, would you have picked it up? Um, yeah, definitely. Because it's still like that. It's still that. It's still that style right. of game that I I love. Open world trash. I love games that are again. I like jank games. I like games that are just like so unremarkable that everyone every everyone else will like scoff at. That and, just reminds uh, me that Ghost Recon Breakpoint was like my favorite game of 2019. It, Ghost Recon Breakpoint <laughs> is basically, you know, oh, you know, what is it? We have Metal Gear Solid 5 at home. It works. It fucking <laughs> works for what it is. Um, Mafia 3 has arguably the greatest narrative in any game, but it's bogged down by like Ubisoft ass like design that, that could have been trimmed like significantly. But I still love it because it, that loop is satisfying. So Saints Row is basically all of that. But the problem is the best parts of it. Um, are still half-assed, and that's mm. that's the only thing holding it back. I have to, I still put more time to it, but all the best parts still feel like they're they're taking it back. There is no they there's no photo mode, which bums me out, especially in a game all about customization. the The soundtrack is is, is lacking significantly, though there is a reggaeton station, which is funny, and I like that. the The driving feels even floatier than three, which bums me out. Um, <laughs> because like I love the burnout style driving in in Saints Row Three, but they kind of like reduced it significantly so there's a lot of things that are that that I'm, I'm bummed about but i'm still happy that like we got a new saints row um for this for this console generation i'm glad that we're we're, we're there's like more of this kind of game i just wish i just wish it was better i, yeah. I, I just like it genuinely seems like people would have been kinder kinder to it if it wasn't called saints row I like guess, if, yeah. if it, you know if it was like a if it was the same team saying hey we wanted to make something new in that tradition oh because we have that it's called agents of mayhem and no one played it <laughs> no one played it um and i so, don't intend to like so. I own it. i'm never touching it and then the last game i'm playing you know again uh last week you may have remembered that i talked about a, a special little platformer that was gonna fucking sweep everything that game is fucking pac-man world repack i got my review code today nice holy shit game fucking rules it is the most basic ass platformer in the world it's basically a donkey kong country crash bandicoot clone with fucking pac-man and that's all i need yeah it ruled back then and it rules now I, I mean, i'm in love with it i'm not oh stunned my, at all oh my god it's so good it is so fun the the vibes are nice it's just it's just pac-man jumping around doing shit we need to go back to like trying to convert game characters in from 2d to 3d we have to go back to that we need a 3D Hollow Knight. We, we only just hook. got a 3D Kirby for the first time yes, this exactly. year. Yeah, exactly. We need we need every, we, we, need, we need that 3D Donkey Kong. Can we get Donkey Kong 64 too? Let's we need do that. it. Yes, just call it that. Call it that. Donkey Kong 64 too. Yes. Uh, I but no. <laughs> pa Pac-Man World's great. Pac-Man World is, is it's it's solid. Again, it's it's still a PS. It feel it still feels like a PS1 game because all they did really was like make it look nicer, and they also removed Miss Pac-Man because of the whole rights issue was um with i remember games. yeah i remember that. um which bummed me out because i i love this pac-man both as a game and like you know like her inclusion in the um in, in all the other ones but I, I i like it a lot the music rules even though tommy tallarico is probably a piece of shit 
Um, he definitely I, is, I hate oh, to say. He 100% is. <laughs> yeah, I'm not as online as I used to be, so like, I, but I, I remember the, 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 the rumblings. But again, it's just a solid um, platformer that's kind of dated, but like dated in a way where it's, it, it's, it's still like playable, like it's a fixed camera angle. The, the, you only move in like four directions because it was built for the, uh, the D-pad. So like that's the, that that kind of fucked with me you know a little bit because it's it it it's not as like smooth as like you would think, but again it, it for the time like it 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 exists perfectly between that DKC uh, DKC DKC and like Crash Bandicoot style of like how the, how do we translate games into 3D but still like you know make it fucking playable you know I I, I enjoy it a lot um, I I I'm, I love it read my review soon I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's awesome dude i'm glad you're enjoying it um all right well let's go ahead and uh jump into gamescom and right off the bat uh i can barely remember anything about it so, so 2013, 2013 the show yeah let's I, take a moment to try and see so who here before we get into discourse who here <laughs> has standouts from Gamescom opening night. CJ, I saw a finger. I have two really quick ones. I uh, hope you have more than two fingers. I hope you have no, ten, but continue. Oh, shit. All right, hold up. Um, I, all right, two games that really stood out, like, just um, were Sonic Frontiers got a release date. Sorry, guys. It's, it's Oh, my Sonic God. Game. And it's what, isn't it, like, the day before God of War or so something like again, that? So, once again, bro, Sonic Sweep, 100%. Get, get Kratos out of here. Get the fuck. It's Sonic, baby. Yo. It's Sonic. It's that's Sonic. where like, I draw the line. It's within that's like a week of Pokemon and a day of God of War. Bro, that bro, game is yeah, no. That game will no, no. Listen, all right. Sonic, are... Sonic can Sonic solos all of fiction. Anyway, um, they, they it looks great. I'm down. I'm 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 in. It comes out a week before my birthday. You know how great that is, Sonic. All I ever wanted. So um, it's it's basically just CJ's game. That's what we're one hundred percent an open world Sonic game. Oh man, I'm in. 100%. Um, I'm only playing two games in November, CJ. Only two. God, God of Stella and Sonic Frontiers. That's it. God of Stella is going to be good as hell. one for Sonic Frontiers. One. Why do I want to play God of War instead of that? I know what God of War more is going to be. More like God of Storm, am I right? It's all about Sonic Frontiers, Stop. baby. Wow. I draw the line at the Kratos hate enough. No. CJ, CJ, don't... CJ, look. you got to be in the same room with Brit and, like, Less than man. two months, man. So I listen. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. This is a bold strategy. The only what is it? Yeah, I, I, I back the blue. <laughs> they suck that shot. No, no, no. it? It was um the the release date was leaked. No. The CJ, was... you might be the only person on this podcast that is allowed to even jokingly say back the blue. <laughs> <laughs> That's my privilege. Anyway, and then the other thing, um, I watched an interview with uh, Alex Ward, director of Recreation, which is the new Burnout-inspired um, uh, racing game. Have you, have you guys seen this? No. No. What's oh it called? Oh, my God. All right. It's called Recreation, but like spelled like Rec. Right. Like like um, wrecking a car. Yes. Like Wreck-It Ralph. Good title. Big Incredible. fan. So, Alex, so it's it's made by some, you know, some of the Burnout people, some of the Need for Speed people from Criterion. Um, it's an open world racing game, but the twist is like you can edit the the actual track as as you're playing. Um, incredible! It looks it looks we'll so. Just look damn up good. a trailer for this, but well, you've got the, my attention. No, no. It, it, um, I was watching the interview with IGN. Like they had Alex Ward sit down. It, again, it, it looks very much like Burnout. They have the takedowns. They have the 
the um the the same style of like you know how you get points for like doing certain things and burnout you get xp for just like driving on the wrong side of the road um near misses things like that oh uh, i i am so goddamn excited we were talking about burnout paradise last podcast how it's like maybe the absolute peak of not only racing games but british uh british people's contributions to like society as a whole is uh is, is, is burnout paradise um <laughs> Those are the only two things. Like the, those are the only two two things that stood out. I think they're both shown off either yesterday. Well, no, Sonic was shown off on Tuesday. That was the opening night. I think the recreation thing was shown off like earlier today. And that's it for me. Yeah. So, like, I don't know the Callisto project, and we've seen that. Well, before. Yeah, Callisto Protocol like, looks I, good, but it's. I mean, like, Callisto Protocol. Yeah. I don't know why I, I said project. I, after but. the first time we saw it, I don't need to see anymore. <laughs> like you've got yeah. me. It's coming out in December, right? Like, I'm, you've got me. I'm good. I don't even want to see more. Um, you know, I think... Um, yeah, all you had to do was say fucking Arthur Morgan. All you had to do I, was, I was bring that, that big that big New Roger Jersey... Clark, I'm in. Fucking guy from Mike and Molly, but from New Jersey, motherfucker, Glenn Schofield, to come out and talk <laughs> about Callisto Protocol. And you had me. Like, but I don't know what else... I, you know, okay, look, we're all kind of like... I think semi-ironically into that lies of P, the, right, the Derek, fucking Pinocchio souls born. Like, Derek, I was going, you were, I was like, that's what it's no called. Do, do you mean lies do you of mean P? Being positive in terms of what's notable or negative? Because think, lies of P, lies of P looks like somebody spent $150 million making fun of American McGee. Kind I of. Think yeah, that's it what does. The intent was. I think. I, but it's memorable, right? Like, it's something yes. I remembered from the show, which is more than I can say about most of that two-hour presentation. Well, that's the thing, Derek, is like, 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 which space game do we think looked the best? I um, would need names. Like, would zombie game, would zombie game look, look the best? Zombie or space game look the best? I, I feel like there was even game. games that aren't set in space that just opened in space for some reason. I felt right. like every trailer started There with were a like, couple like, different souls like. Space <laughs> opens up and then it's like all, then it's like a fucking farming simulator. Jeff Keighley like, every trailer and was like, no, 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 need space. Sorry. I'm pretty Sonic. sure the, the Goat Simulator 3 trailer opened in space. I Sonic <laughs> like, Frontiers had like a shot that. of the sky. <laughs> Elden Ring expansion. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I, honestly, the the big standout for me was uh, Kojima's new podcast. Yeah, uh, the big. The big uh, I'm, the, I'm the, honestly the big looking reveal. forward to Kojima having a podcast because then maybe Kojima fans will have to listen to him speak for like joking. ten non uh, ten consecutive minutes about a subject I, and realize that that man has never put. A, a consecutive series of thoughts together in his life. I was kidding. Derek. He's just like me for real, bro. It's going to be like word like salad and it's going to be. Wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. Is that something that they actually announced? Yes. Yeah. They took time out of Gamescom opening night to say Hideo Kojima starting a podcast. Oh, yeah. Not a gaming He's podcast. No, just no. like fucking, it's like brain thoughts with Hideo Kojima. <laughs> like that's, Bring it on, Hideo. Howard, bring it on. Space. Yeah. Okay, so, like, I don't have anything to add to this discussion other than I didn't even, like, I asked when it was happening, when it already happened. And <laughs> I was like, did anything important get announced? No. And Jeff was like, it depends on who you are, but for me, no. And I was like, that's good enough for me. That's that's all right. Yeah, Good yeah. It, it I ended. It I ended with the re-reveal of a game that was supposed to come out eight fucking years ago. What was it? Was I missed the last fifteen Dead minutes. It was Dead, Dead Island, Island Two. Two. Oh, Again, which right. by the way is only oh, yeah. memorable. Fucking leak did leak before the Dead show. Dead Island. Oh, so. it, 
Dead Island 1 was only memorable for that trailer. The game itself it. came out and was, was the bad. most like boring ass game in the world, bro. Mr. Yeah. Pudding yeah. fucking tapioca flavored pudding ass boring Listen. fucking okay. game. <laughs> I have to say one thing about Dead Island because it uh, I played it through um, with my friend who just recently passed away a few months ago, and I had the most fucking fun playing through it with him just because he made it fun. It wasn't well, now because I feel the like game a huge. Was, well, piece now of I shit, can't talk so. shit about Dead Island yeah. anymore. So. No, 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 go ahead. Okay, so let, let me no. follow up by saying I don't actually have saying, shit to talk on Dead Island. It's not a bad game. It's, it's I it just, played. I played Dead Island too. Uh, about 10 years ago at fucking PAX West and it was not good it was it was not good and it was supposed it was supposed to release that year I believe and I was like man they got some work to do and then I got delayed and I was like yep I can I can see why and then it just got infinitely delayed and I was like yep I can see why yeah that was a whole new game right it's it, they completely it's restarted a completely different game yeah, yeah. That's what it's, is Sumo yeah. working on it or is it someone else Man, it's someone else. It's, it's someone like, else. It, yeah, yeah, it's gone through like three different studios. I oh. do wonder if they will ironically try to put a torso in the limited edition this time. They should, like they right. did for the last. Yeah. You know what? They, they, we, I think I, we're ready for that. I think we're ready for I, that. Yeah, I, I would, to bring the torso back. If this game, after everything this game has been through, if it comes out as being that we have to play, it we together. were talking about earlier, like if it'll it's be a miracle. We all like mm. four of us have to get it and play together. Like, I think I'm, I'm actually agreeing with that, though. Yeah, like, I'll play it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah. it. Let's do it. So, like, so like here's, 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 well, may I, John? No, yes. please, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, here's kind of my issue with Gamescom, right? Is we've, we've made a joke of, of as we've streamed the game awards every year for the last several years, of like every time it's just the most Herculean effort to make it to the end without just dying, just spontaneously combusting because yeah. it's, it's always like three hours of fucking nothing and it's constant nothing, but it's there. And we joke about the commercial breaks and we joke about the non gaming shit. We joke about Kojima always getting his dick sucked live on stage. We joke about all of it, right? We joke about the random guests from Hollywood, do you remember? But, do you remember when Game Awards closed on Fast and the Furious? Yeah. Oh my god, I do. Right. Oh my god, I do. I so fuck. And then I, I stream. And then I stream that game a year later. Remember I was when like, Christopher <laughs> Nolan announced the uh, Game of the Year in 2020? Yeah. Fucking yeah. Awful. Fucking yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was like, does, I have no does idea why. Anyone remember like, why the Russo brothers were even at the Game Awards? No, Avengers? they were there for some reason to present something, but it was like fucking why. Um, but anyway, so like we've been making fun of that. Um, and Sorry, back when just, that Derek, was, as you were saying that, it just made me think that, uh, like when you said these are nothing, I, I just realized, um, these shows would be really at home on discovery plus in between like house hunters renovation and like, it's the exact kind of shit. I mean, he's that I put wrong. on in the living room when I'm like in the kitchen and like, I just need background noise. He's not wrong. Like doctor's oh. office fucking vibes. Right. This, is like, even yeah. like, this is stuff you could read on Twitter. Like later, yeah. it's like even yeah. worse. But, even but like, here's, I, and, and it was one thing when it was just the game awards and that was Keely's thing. Right. But then we got into the whole summer games festival and, 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 Summer Games Festival, no part of it was that bad, mostly because any individual presentation was relatively short. So you went in, you got what you got, a couple of quick announcements, it was over. It's but so Gamescom opening night, right? This is like Gamescom has been 
around for a long time. It's been his own thing for a very long time. The attachment of Keeley and his style and his group and his production to Gamescom is a new thing. And Gamescom opening night was like everything about the Game Awards that I hate back in full force. We were showing off a Pokemon car that nobody will own for some reason. I, I Kojima got that, a podcast. I just like, remember that fucking Leslie Benzies reappeared with an NFT game or some shit. Yeah, oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was oh, yeah. right. We had an too. NFT game. An NFT we game. had we had um a uh what was it? We had the son of a bitch. We had Randy Pitchford. <laughs> Randy Pitchford dressed like a villain from Arkham right. City. We had <laughs> we had we had we had unironic and unapologetic hype. He we looked had, like he, it's the bat. He looked like <laughs> he looked like fucking Calendar Man. Yeah, fucking nerd. I'm gonna dunk him in a toilet. Um, and then we had we had unironic and unapologetic hype for the Turf Wizard School game, uh, yeah. which is like a tremendous misreading of the fucking room. It's so funny because we had the 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 Turf Wizard game. Then we had Randy Pitchford, and then I joked, what's fucking next? A Quantic Dream game? Oh, and, and then, then only yeah, a couple yeah, minutes later, a new Quantic Dream game, yep. which, by the way, I'm going to point out, Keeley pussied out. Keeley knew what he was about to present, because if he, he started talking about this game, he said bye, and then paused for a bit, and then went, a French developer. <laughs> he specifically like, that was actually excellent Keely delivery there too, Derek. Yeah, Keely really realized totally and could not bring himself to say Quantic Dream. I'm just fucking saying. Nightmare it's the same thing as like the Activision Blizzard shit, where he just couldn't fucking like take a like, yeah. Take his but L. Kojima has yeah. a messy oh. split from Konami, and and he'll sit there and like mm-hmm. you know light a torch on stage and sing a funeral hymn like. You know. So here's my thing about like here's my thing about Keeley. Like and I never thought that I would say this, but I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for E3 to come back next year. <laughs> like like I I save well, us I, E3. Damn, I'm sorry. Like it John, I look John, I be careful what you wish for because Keeley might be up on that fucking stage. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think he will be. But if it's and broken down, it'll be fine. It's these two three hour long presentations of non stop nothing games. And any one of these games I might pay attention to if I was if I was shown them in a shorter presentation or shown it out of context. But you put fucking thirty trailers together for a realistically proportioned fantasy and sci fi open like world early access semi mmo yeah. and i'm just like man i'm not all of these games are going to come and so, go derek this is this is going to be a little inside baseball and you guys going to have to forgive me for going super inside baseball no but do it i this please. i want this so for the past three years you know a lot of the work that i've been doing since i escaped with my life from games journalism <laughs> is the kind of work of putting things like this on yeah and oh, kick him off! I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's done well. He's gonna like. He's gonna like do this and and like it's gonna be Keely underneath. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking see from Mission Impossible. Too. Let me tell you about this podcast. <laughs> but, like so, here here is the dark, miserable truth about this. Number one, Jeff does not have a fucking staff. 
It's just not a lot of people, and he's the only game in town for this kind of yeah. shit anymore. On top of that, every single person who makes a game, whether they're one of the four billion entities owned by Embracer Group or their Konami or their whoever, it doesn't matter. You have this little dinky puddle of money that you get to promote a game with, and it's fucking nothing. You have nothing because the people that controlled the money refused to give the people that make things any money. Yeah. Yep. And so they go out there and they say, what am I going to buy with the fucking half a Panera sandwich and like a book of coupons to Eckerd's that I've been given? And the answer is, is you're going to look for whatever you can get. And the only thing you can get is what Jeff is selling. Yeah. Because yeah. E3 None is of this is on the developers. Well, and also, like, in fairness to Jeff, I think that, uh, like, and I'm not defending an asshole that sits there and sucks at the teat of fucking Quantic Dream, uh, because he does. He did it multiple times. It's yeah. bullshit. But at the exact same time, the reality is, is like, I think Jeff dreamed a beautiful dream and that dream is gone from him. Yeah, uh, yeah. He wanted to make something great. And what's left in this particular moment is this because it's the only thing that the purse string holders will allow the developers to spend money and when on. you're in it how can you stop doing it exactly right? yeah. I, I feel like like jeff Keeley's presentations and, and here's the thing about Keeley, right i don't think he's a bad guy i think he's been a good spokesman for video games i just don't think I he's a compelling you, presenter me and finn caught uh, him at pax one and, year and i've never seen a more tired looking human being yeah, in my I fucking mean, life hard. and i've met new mothers like <laughs> like like he, <laughs> he like Derek's had to meet and Derek's had to meet my wife and no one looks more tired than my wife. Right. Like, Whoa, that's not nice. I disagree <laughs> with she's that gotta put up with me. She's got to put up with me. Like, Only okay, when she's right, putting up with you. Good save. Right, no. That's what I'm talking about. Um, but it's a, no, you're sleeping on the that. fucking no, couch I mean, no, tonight. I was just like, fucking move Vicky here. Bill Lock and Ted is like, John, what the fuck? It's like, no, she's going to listen to me talk about Final Fantasy. When we show up there in October, we're rescuing CJ from the final fantasy room and we're rescuing vicky right we're Jesus, hauling them but, both out of there no like like like, like look i i am not Jesus course Christ. correct john i i am not i i am i am not like diminishing what jeff Keeley has done for the industry as a whole right like he's he's done a lot more than 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 quite a quite a quite a few people the thing is is that his presentations have become the reason I think that we're all cynical about this kind of stuff, like like yeah. it embodies the cynicism that people have about video game advertisements. Yeah, and, and, and it, yeah. Is, it's, John, it, it is crystallized commercialism yeah. distilled to its rawest form. And the real um, the real fucking shame of that is that, look, nobody was a bigger scam artist than the ESA. E3 yeah. was a fucking scam and it kept them yeah. preposterously wealthy for two decades and it got to a point where they were like oh shit even before the pandemic happened nobody could sit there and sustain that machine anymore but there was no infrastructure for anyone to step in and say hey people enjoy this spectacle we found a way to turn just watching commercials into video games we found a way to make that feel like a fucking party. How do we do that? And the only person who 
was there to step up was Keeley, which yeah. I mean, it sucks because he is not a compelling presenter. He's in not. Any way, I mean, he's just not. And, you know, he's like I said, he's a great spokesman for video games, right? Like he 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 has done a lot for the industry. He's just not a great yeah. presenter and and like look people like look we sit here and we 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 criticize all the commercials like and look he's got like like anthony said he's a one-man team basically he's gotta he's gotta make money somehow to put these things on right yeah i think any one uh, many of the aspects would be overlookable right like I, I think the commercials would not kill me um if it were not also dealing with with weird shit like we're gonna show off this movie during right. the game awards well, like movie yeah. trailers and, but we got, and, and like and, the rock shows up and he's like hey i'm in my gym and it's like with why, my fucking you, energy drink yeah, delivering like, the the least fucking yeah. coherent rambling hey, we're all gamers, we're all gamers here right someone, like, paid actually an an, someone paid for an imax ticket to go see that like that's incredible yeah. there was I, actually I, so, an ad for like fomg fear of missing gamescom yeah the, well, the rock and, probably made more money uh, just b- completely drunk, rambling about nothing with an energy drink in his hand mm. in his home gym. That's a movie. Uh, for like ninety seconds, then I will see in the next five years of my life. Devs will see. <laughs> there was there was a moment. There was a moment, and it, you know, Derek, uh, Britt, you got Jeff. You guys might remember this. Where in in the last game awards there was a moment where we saw it like you know an ad for mobile game whatever fine after but mobile then games we saw, are games right right no 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 no. but then we saw the exact same ad right oh, after yeah that ad. i remember that one of those shows. right after that fucking ad the exact same ad played. i mean that's just bad ad that traffic. was a, but but like that was the moment they know you're like, tuning out this is so fucking tiring applied directly like, to the forehead is, the, you know, like this is exhausting and i like and like for me to say, yeah, I'm happy for E3 to come back. Like the ESA fucking sucks. They suck. So here's Fuck the here's ESA. But I'm out. ready for E3 to come back. <laughs> like yeah. Jesus. Go ahead, Brett. Oh, I was just gonna say, like I think, <clears throat> not to defend Keeley, but I think what he is, um, or what these shows are lacking is the fact that xbox nintendo and playstation all put on their own like state of plays Mm. and anything that's relevant is released there right so sorry finish brett no no go ahead i was gonna say exactly what you said but the well has dried up with the pandemic there's just not as many games they're further out they're not as ready and the few that we actually have these last few years like you said are being siphoned out from these because, you know, those big publishers, big studios, big companies, they've only got a few cards and they want to hang on to them. Right. Uh, so well, not only that, but it's like we're like we're at the point now where people don't want to watch these long shows. Like we appreciate like a 20 minute direct, a 30 minute direct, you know, hour I'll take an most. hour long. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we don't want these things anymore. But it's like it's like Anthony said, that's like all that's available to these companies to push. And it sucks because if you are not sponsored by Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, what are you supposed to do? Like nobody's going to give a shit if, yeah. you know, not everybody. If, can be if Capcom. indie company holds a live, you know, holds holds yeah. a state of play. Like, so what do you do at that point? So the, the other you know. the other thing is too, Britt, is that the people that work within these entities 
want they're like hey why don't we do our own direct it'll be really successful because they know that that is what the audience is going like to like thq to. did one recently like you know what i'm saying thq did one ubisoft yeah. has their has it would theirs, help if like, thq had anything to announce but <laughs> recreation baby let's go game of the year 2022 <laughs> but yeah they're they're beholden to they they're the people who are like it's not just the devs too like the devs the producers the marketers the licensing people they they want to do these things uh but they're the people that are sitting there with the excel sheet are like no mm-mm, you're not allowed to do that go well, and, like, well, you have to think about it from like nintendo's point of view too is it's like are you gonna take somebody from like uh square or are you gonna take some are you gonna like fill up space with somebody right. uh indie you know like if capcom has a battle network collection you're gonna take a spot for that yeah like and you know at the end of the day guys like this is the other thing to remember about it. like a nintendo nintendo's priorities are just so not what we think nintendo they don't give a shit about what sony or microsoft are doing either like they don't, they don't care like uh, this is this is one of the most amazing things I've heard out of so the the PR entity that like runs things for Nintendo and always has they have one person on their staff left to engage with all of gaming every like press outlet every influencer all of it one wow. person that sounds they awful. have one person just to do outreach to better homes and gardens wait not what? like not like that category there is one PR representative who is their liaison to better homes and gardens. That's what determines what's in Nintendo's Nintendo buck direct. fucking wild, man. Yeah, like, dude. Like so, like and and like, look, I, I am I, video games. I'm not going to sit here and say that like these game, like the Game Awards, for example. I'm not going to sit here and say they've done everything wrong. For example. Um, I really love what they've done with the ambassador stuff, right? Like highlighting guys like Steven Spawn, for example, like people who deserve to be on that stage, people who have made real change in video games, people who have made real, real progress, real positive change in this industry. Um, you know, and cause we all remember, uh, the, all like all the trending gamer shit. Uh, when like Doctor Disrespect and people were winning like fucking what training gamer like fucking boogie with like <laughs> like yes. fucking boogie who greeted forgot about that guy like he remember something did he greet someone at his door with like a fucking handgun <laughs> I don't did. yeah my, my proudest block I'll look into this later I haven't thought of this this fucking guy in years I think it I just was like trending gamer this was all a dream but but. But, you know, so like transitioning from that fucking shit show uh, to, you know, giving out ambassador awards to people who actually do good things in the industry. That's a great positive change. Um, the problem is they're part of the game awards. And and, and you know, like I it is just like every year, every year. What is the same complaint we have every year? when we're watching the game awards over and over it's, it's fucking long please no, let like, me go to sleep it's derek derek it's oh god the pacing the pacing that too. Look, like, I like was, if you somehow make an award show worse than the oscars you've already fucking lost the entire thing jeff Keeley managed to fucking be worse than the oscars like like that the game awards are fucking terrible because there's like 50 commercials for a billion things that have nothing to do with games again we talked about like half half these like hollywood people are are over there and then what it's like the same 50 trailers like back to back 
Although the moment, I would have though, so much TJ... more respect for random NBA players who just like play a lot of video games in their yes. downtime. Like, because you know moment... what? I believe that you play video games. I don't believe the Russos have ever seen a video game. No. <laughs> and uh, like The Rock, he's like, you know, I played Super Mario Brothers once on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Anyway, I started Rampage. And then I went back to to working out and working. <laughs> the- <laughs> also started Doom. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta be like. Uh, <laughs> I just, Anthony, I'm sorry. I started thinking about the old Sebastian Castellano shit. I'm going to keep my core engaged when I'm running. Uh, but <laughs> we can get Do into not that later. shit talk Sebastian goddamn Castellanos. Well, no, I'm not shit talking him. He, he, his core is very engaged when he's running, Derek. He is an extremely toned. You're not wrong. And like, no, he is. Like, when he runs, he's working his glutes the entire time. Like, he's just punching his tammy. You're not wrong. Like, he is. Anthony knows. Anthony, that was the first thing Anthony noticed. He, Anthony was like, man, he is really engaging his core and right. his and his hamstrings when he's yeah, running. He did, like, that man does, does run like he's crawls. trying to avoid thigh chafe. Like, yeah, like he's <laughs> like, <laughs> the entire game. Sebastian is like, I'm really good at the bathroom. Like that's that he's like, man, if I could just find Wouldn't a you? toilet somewhere in this hellscape, I he's like, cause I, he's like, cause I'm not some animal. I'm not going to shit outside. I, I don't, I don't do that, but he's all better in two. You get to two and he's just like, yeah, I switched to keto. Yeah. I, I'm doing I'm doing a lo- I'm doing that low I'm on the keto diet. plus whiskey uh, diet <laughs> if, if somebody could uh man I could really go for a power bowl right now it's uh, just it's just a side berries cigarettes and avocados all day that's all I, I need a, I need a power bowl with some quinoa and some grilled chicken just a fucking uh, fistful of vegetables. cheddar cheese it, like <laughs> pour some vodka into it just <laughs> like the men used to do it it's just me and my, my shredded, shredded back cheese when, out back of the when, bag at two in the morning. Ships were made of wood and men were made of iron. Oh my god, he does like, look like a Batman villain. He does. Look does at he? him. Who are you talking about? Fucking uh, oh. uh, Randy Randy Bitchford in in chat here. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, that's that was a good bad. one. That was a good one, John. I'll give you that. That's pretty good. Every now and then, I've got a good one, CJ. Yeah, like it happens. It happens. Let's um, you know. Let's... <laughs> the janker uh <laughs> jesus christ all right we're, let's the probably that's good that's good Fuck. <laughs> that is gold holy shit wow <laughs> i'll Bravo, jerk boy. you off batman all right that's... <laughs> see if you can decrypt the contents on this flash drive batman <laughs> All I don't know do why he sounds like the monarch. All, uh, all Batman used to do is step into like an elementary school. Randy Pitchford's fucking done. At the oh, right? DJ. <laughs> right, he's done. DJ. He's done. Right, fuck Randy Pitchford. said it. He's fucking <laughs> Randy Pitchford. Fuck Randy Pitchford. That man's a He knows I'm not allowed within 200 feet of a school. Um, <laughs> but... Oh my god. <laughs> Randy wow. Pitchford gets punched and he's like loophole. Well, None of Randy, us are even drinking tonight. This and we have gotten catty. Even if even if we wanted Randy even Pitchford the straights on the show, have I don't think catty he's ever tonight. On, wow. So, no, it, actually I want him on. Let's, let's let's talk to Randy Pitchford. I want to know about his process. Randy Bitchford, you want to come <laughs> on the podcast? Like, hey, hey guys, here's a fun game on the podcast. Everyone just upload whatever's on your USB drive just right now. Just it's, right. it's gonna be nothing. It's gonna be nothing but Final <laughs> Fantasy VI ROMs for me. Like it. All right, Randy, it's your turn. <laughs> 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 
Just spoiled again, Batman. <laughs> Randy Pitchford, Zia. No, I can't. I can't. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I have no credibility in this industry. I can't keep like digging myself in. Does that shirt have like snake sleeve or snakeskin cuffs? What is that? Like they're like glow. They glow. Like every time a, he moved, they were like flashing. There's. There, I'm looking. So there's a luminescence to this that is really off-putting. <laughs> the janker. <Like>, the janker. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'll masturbate you till you can't stand, Batman. <laughs> the janker sore. The janker sore. I'll give you a janker saw somewhere. I'm really glad this is at the end of the podcast because anybody who has stuck with us this long just knows not to take us fucking seriously. <laughs> they deserve this. Yeah. Like, Batman's, there... Batman's tied up and he walks in the room. Oh he's God. like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, Batman. Tell me where my USB will go. Like, if you want to save the hostages, Batman, meet me at the magic castle at midnight. <laughs> Batman's just like, no, no, those messages are dead now. I don't really give a shit about those hostages. I don't even know them, really. I've embezzled tens of thousands of dollars from my own company, Batman. (laughs) Not doing it. That's the joke. (laughs) All right, Jerry. (laughs) In all seriousness, what did he come on? Was it DLC for Tales of the... No, it wasn't Tales of the Borderlands. It was New Tales of the Borderlands. Borderlands. Is he getting released this year? I, yeah. Maybe I don't yeah, know. I didn't pay attention. Knows. Like I tuned out. Cool. All like, right. Uh, good talk. Yeah. Whenever Randy, whenever Randy Pitchford, comes, it's too busy. I, I, never, I never played the original, so I don't really care. Yeah. Oh, and God. fucking what's his name? Um, who voiced one of the characters in it? The guy from Talking Dead. Oh, oh, oh Hardwick. Oh, oh, um, yeah. Also, yeah. piece of shit. Whoa, really? That guy's in that game. Fuck that. Yeah, and he oh, sucks. Man, Randy he Pitchford sucks. has some great friends. Yeah, for you. I mean. I will never forget when I met the original voice of Claptrap at PAX West and that guy did nothing. It was at a, it was at a, a, some developer party and I don't know what the fuck I was doing there. And the, but this guy was hammered and he did nothing but shit talk Randy Pitchford for like 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. 20 he minutes. ended up and getting like, fucked icon. over too. So and I like, can yeah. see why. And I'm like, Corey Barlog is sitting on a couch. Like, yep. And I'm like, wow, this is fucking surreal. Like, this is the, this is the weirdest shit. But yeah, dude, the voice of Claptrap, he did. He said, fuck Randy in the Claptrap voice. It was really fucking funny. <laughs> but uh, it was really funny. This, uh, is the, this is the kind of fucking chaos I come on the show for. Like, the sass. Wait till there's seven of us in a basement together mm. doing doing multiple 12-hour streams for charity. Derek, no one's going to survive. You need to dress up as, Derek, you need will, to dress will up Will we as be drinking drinker. as well? It's, I don't see why um, I'm Jeff, bringing I gummies of of <laughs> almost certainly legal status. <laughs> so alcohol's Sorry, definitely I, on the menu. I can't, I can't okay, before we go, because I know we're over time, there was a moment where like we were doing extra life and Derek and I had shared uh, some of this some of this good shit that he's referencing Uh, we like looked at each other we fucking knew (laughs) like we we looked at each other we were like in the middle of naming pokemon we just looked at each other we're like yep this is exactly the moment (laughs) and and is that when is that when texas pete was born no it was fucking um smack my balls when i didn't catch the reference yes and i didn't catch the reference 
And yeah. Justin was like, he lost his mind. He was like, how did you, not, how did you of all people not fucking catch that? Yeah. Like, yeah, that it's, boy, thinking about what it was last Name, year, metapod, about what it's going to be like this year, it's going to be peace. Peace. Um, uh, you know, we fucking, we respect Texas Pete in this house. Okay. We do. We're, we're never going to forget Texas Pete or sl- or slug my balls. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of slug my balls, Anthony, if people want to find you. Where can they? Uh, where can they find you? Right in the that was that was the greatest segue ever, John. One hundred percent. No notes, Anthony. I'm sorry you were a casualty in that. That was fucking. No, no, it was gold. It was gold. No man. Uh, I- <laughs> You can find me at the Magic Castle at 7 p.m. and at 9 p.m. No. Uh, <laughs> video game equivalent of Little St. James Place. Uh, I'm, I'm out there. You can find me on Twitter at a John Agnello, and you can find me on two podcasts: uh, Continue and Video Game Grooves. You're going to say Tupac. And uh, why, on Tupac's 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 podcast. You ever think about the fact that Tupac missed uh, the podcast era and and what we've missed out on as a result? Anyway, Uh, him on Joe Rogan would have been great. Anyway, Derek, (laughs) Derek, CJ. Derek, before we go, you and CJ got a uh, got a, a recording coming out. Yeah, um, should be should be tomorrow. Yeah. Um, if you're watching live, it should have already been out. If you're listening to the podcast, which will be most of you, um, we have a review for a review discussion for uh, the new Shinshan game, which Finn worked on the uh, you know marketing for to release in the U.S. and I did one of the trailer voices for. So we we lay all that out up front. Like not only we provided with codes, but we Me and SCGC have a certain level of closeness to this game that, that needs to be disclosed, but I think our, our opinions are pretty honest about what, who, what we think the game is, who, who we think it's for. It's and, a great and, discussion. I don't know, like, yeah. Derek, it's like the second review you and I have done. Yeah, it's, it's also, yeah. like, it's rare to find a game, like, neither me or CJ really totally felt the game, but, like, both of us saw like the value in it and, and who it would appeal to. And I think that's always the interesting kind of discussions, right? When you can say a game's yeah. not for me, but like, oh, yeah, I we're see not, we, where we this multiple is. Times, we're not in the target audience. Yeah. It's but like, I see well, where so this would work. It's for interesting that you're not the target audience, Derek, because you're like the local, like our little weeaboo in this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But like, it's just not a type of game that really uh, appeals to me necessarily. But I mean, you know, again, that, that's what the review discussion's for. Listen to yeah. that. Um, Which is interesting. Again, thank you, uh, Fantasy Critic, uh, because it is getting good reviews. It deserves good reviews. It's it's just it's with is an that, asterisk. Is that because of, is your this voice you? is on the trailer? Is that why now, you're saying that? Uh, that does help, right? That my dulcet tones <laughs> I, were on one of the trailers. Preach, um, but one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I gotta find that th- that specific trailer for Anthony when we get off. Yeah, here. I gotta see that. I yeah, see but. That. Um, it's funny because a lot of y'all were like, I can't take this seriously because it's the the overly smooth Derek voice I mostly use for like shit post style jokes. So, um, <laughs> you know, but yeah, but yeah, but so we got that coming up. Uh, I just post the link to the discord and chat. We'll post the thing to Patreon uh, as a reminder. Anytime you guys support us on Patreon or you uh, sub here on Twitch, anything like that, that money goes into a pot. We do not get paid month to month. This is a free product. It'll always be free, but it helps pay for new equipment for us. It helps pay for us to, for example, all fly and meet up at John's to do big charity events, you know, mm-hmm. once or maybe even twice a year, depending on the level of, of support. 
Um, so you know, please, if you've if you've got the ability, support us. If not, guilt free. We're here for you anyway. Maybe we'll see yep. you, and you'll be able to chip in for that charity stream uh, in October. And uh, I want to give a quick shout out because I don't do this enough. A quick shout out to our um, audience that listens on podcast services because that is that's primarily most of them. That's, that's most of y'all. Most, that's most of our audience. Yeah. And for the past ten months, our our views have gone up every single month. I, I yeah. keep a pretty close eye on that. And I just want to say, for a small to medium sized ish podcast uh, on the podcast services, we are doing pretty damn good for for how small we are. Uh, Thank and, you, CJ we've come yeah thank you cj and we've <laughs> we've come we've we've come a really long way in that regard uh and uh we we just we just really appreciate all of you uh who take the time to listen to us every week so thank you so much for that um feel free to catch us live if you ever can uh but we will take your listens any way we can get them uh that's all the time we have for tonight uh be on the lookout for derek and cj's uh um Good recorded content uh, tomorrow, or by the time you listen to this, it'll be out. Uh, And of course, as always, do not forget that kindness costs nothing. We'll see you next Thursday.